0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 7 days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Brought to you by Sandhills Global.
2: Old School is back like we never left before. Old School is sponsored by Sandhills Global. Sandhills Global is looking for to fill hundreds of new openings in sales, travel support, software development, web design, and much more. Career and internship opportunities are available at the Global Headquarters located in here in in sunny No Cloud, Lincoln, Nebraska. Apply at sandhills.jobs
1: well done, Jay Foreman. Appreciate you. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. Uh, Jake's going to sit in. Uh, Rico's little one is under the weather, so Jake's going to fill in, and Mark's going to fill in. We're kind of rotate some folks in and out uh, to get us through. Four two four six four five six eight five Sarterhamon Text Line Hot League and Hotline. You can follow the Heyman Jewelry video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and now Twitter. So live on Twitter, you guys can just click on whether you're on your phone. Uh, in your car whatever you want to do you should be able to track us hear us no matter where you are or just jump on the app and that goes everywhere so we can do that um jay foreman what is the story of the night for you what's the what's the breaking news the thing that resonates highest with you this morning
2: uh well i guess the nba finals um nationally i guess you know or the nba finals the playoffs um you know, Milwaukee um, definitely didn't look like they, w- you know, did in the in the first game. And Memphis, you know, went back to old bully ball and uh, pulled out a victory. You know, it was desperation, I think, by both home teams after losing on their home court. Um, both of them won different ways. I think Boston, you had Jalen Brown take, um, obviously, redemption and play up to, you know, the standards, even without Marcus Smart, so I think they made some adjustments and You know Boston has some pride about what they uh, accomplished this year, Um, so it's no you know it's no joke. uh, And considering to them, I'm sure they felt like they embarrassed themselves and they got embarrassed on their home court, and that's a proud franchise, proud team. So um, you know you saw them bounce back. Um, You know they started the game off 18 to three, so you knew that the energy was there and the the ability to finish was also there as well. So the game was well in hand and over early. The Memphis game kind of started like that. Um, Golden State came back. um, But this is going to be a series, I think, that's going to go down to six or seven games. I do think Golden State will win. Um, They'll adjust. And, uh, you know, I think the injury will, you know, to Gary Payton Jr. hurt them uh, just because it takes a lot of wind out of your sails seeing a guy. Now, you know, a hard foul is one thing. (laughs) but A guy, you know, breaks his elbow, you know, within the first, what, two minutes of the game. That's tough. It's tough. That's tough. Uh, but they came back and they just, um, you know, I felt like I feel like uh, what they'll try to do the next couple games is when John Morant gets in the middle of the court, you know, I think they they'll be okay with making other guys make open threes as long as it's not Jaron Jackson. I think um, I think Brooks. Are, I would be surprised if he's not suspended a game or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a guy that's kind of like their version of Draymond Green. A um, little edgy, does some stuff, but, you know, I think he – but Draymond's a little bit – not a little bit. He's a Hall of Fame player, so he's, you know, obviously a lot better. But Draymond's a little bit tightened up in, in their system, whereas Brooks, with the emergence of the multiple players, both obviously John Morant and multiple players around him, around them, Bain, Jaron Jackson taking off, he – was kind of like the lead dog for a while you know just think like a year or two ago you know he was essentially mad at Andre Iguodala because he didn't come in the sign and trade and he was that guy you know he was the media guy he was the guy that would you know I think he averaged 16 18 points you know one he was up for uh, most improved player and now he's going from say either 1A or 1B you know a few years ago to you know three possibly or pretty much four and five as far as the options and you know, when people are talking about the Memphis Grizzlies, they're think, they're talking about John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr., um, and Bain, right? Yep. Now I know Bain's struggling, but Brooks is it wasn't there. And so other guys kinda played way out of their norm for them to, for them to pull it off. I don't think it's sustainable though. Um and I and Golden State shot the ball horribly. And so those two factors lead to but I think it's, you know, good playoff basketball. Um Sometime yesterday, you know, locally, obviously Nebraska got another commit in the for the defensive tackle, which I think is is good. You know, when you can get two guys at a, at positions of need or wants that have tangible—I call them—I like to say tangible assets. Yep. You know, whereas you know you push YouTube in, put their name in, you got two years worth of games. You know, um, and then now they can kind of start to formulate. Uh, roles and different maybe schemes and stuff like them like that for those two guys, but then also um, not lose sight of who's on their, their roster. So, you know, I'm sure that, uh, you know, nothing's set in stone right now, but, you know, to be two for two for them is I – th- I think it's a good I, – I mean, that's nothing but positive. So, you know, if I'm – you know, if they're out recruiting or, you know, making phone calls and stuff like that, you know, that, I think that just gives juice into the, the coaching staff. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure, you know, it takes the whole staff to recruit these guys and to seal them. Um, it gives you juice to when you're going out there and recruiting, like, the, you know, whether it's juco players or high school players. And then conversely, you know, um, it should bring it should infiltrate into the players themselves because whether you play that position or you play on defense, let alone offense, you know, a extra challenge is coming. A new challenge is coming. Two guys you haven't seen before, right? So it puts everybody on notice, but it's a good notice. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, if me and you are DBs. Like, say you're a say I'm a safety, you're a corner. I'm thinking like, okay, these dudes are gonna make our job easier, so let's really get after it. Let's make their job easier. Um,
1: what does it do to the people in the defensive line room?
2: Oh uh, well, it should. I mean, it shouldn't. Well, ideally. In theory, it shouldn't do anything. You should be trying to do everything possible to be the best you can be regardless, right? But in the reality is if I'm an outside linebacker, you know, I'm going to take on the mantra from Missouri. You guys show me, right? That You know, and just because he's here doesn't mean that you can't have a great season. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't. That doesn't mean that you can't have a, a prominent role. The good and bad thing is where you're at at three or nine. Mm-hmm. Is that if you're good and if you're making plays, you're going to be on the field. The bad thing is that you're at this point of three and nine. But I think if you look, take if you really focus on the positive and be up for the challenge, because I look at it like this: just say you could teleport whoever has an issue with new guys coming in to the NFL. Mm-hmm. The draft just ended; mm-hmm. they're always going to be bringing guys in at your position, and just because. You know, they don't draft the guy and say like in the top three rounds. At this point in time, you don't know who's showing up. That you could be a six rounder and end up being that dude.
1: Well, I mean, because we, I don't think we know how many people they're going to bring in, in, in at, at any spot. Yeah. Over the next couple of months, and that's part of uh, the part, curios- of, the, the part yeah. of the curiosity is that there there is no settled depth chart. No, because, like defensively, I mean, we don't know. Like we, we, you know, as simple says, well, here is what I know, and here is what I think we know. I think I know. W- Up front, where all the decisions are going to be made, like all of the yeah, results, they, they set the
2: tempo. I mean, right? yeah, so, I mean they, they they control a lot that goes on both sides of the ball. Right.
1: So here we are in May, and we still don't know what that group's going to look like.
2: I think they have a better idea. Okay. Um, I'm a, i mean i'm a just just going off just pure like assumption like wow. you'd you have a better idea because you went into the portal and you went two for two or essentially two big guys that you really you know like that you really wanted mm-hmm. so they can kind of start to forecast what they think but then also the deve- i'm sure the development of the guys on the roster um is still a big big you know um big want for them as well so but then if i'm uh, if i'm in the d line room nothing changes for me cuz everybody still got to compete But we still got to get like when you get in the white lines everything doesn't matter
1: well it'll work itself out you know, when it comes to starters and that right. sort of thing but my thing is the real advantage that nebraska can gain is in the next few months
2: yeah, yeah i mean it like, is
1: they've got look people joke about winning the offseason nebraska's got to win the offseason
2: Tangibly. For, that means for, for yeah.
1: work being done, yes. right? That you change the standard of work over the course of the next few months. Right. So that when camp actually opens
2: it's kind of second nature. Right. Yeah. And and that's an individual choice. Now granted, yes, the culture can come down from top to bottom. But at the end of the day, if me, you and Jake are in a linebacker room, D line room, running back room, we have where, to where is Jake playing? Jake looks like a third string quarterback. <laughs> he might, no, no, no. Jake, he's tall. You know what Jake is? He's, Jake's sneaky fast, uh, and he's definitely a possession receiver. Okay. So, us three are in a receiver room. Okay. Right? We can sit up here at night and say we all kind of like share an apartment or whatever they live in, t- you know, a house or whatever together, mm-hmm. and we could be watching and be talking about what could happen, you know? Oh, we 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 checked our phone. They're looking. Oh, so and so, so and so. But you know, we what we should be doing, we should be deciding what we're gonna do, okay. And then we uh, then we have to say, okay, well, this is what we're gonna do, and this is what we didn't do, and this is what we're gonna do, and this is what we can do, because ultimately, when you get here, it doesn't matter who comes in. You we have a leg up. We know that we should know the plays, we know everything. So that means you know we got to really take everything serious. I can tell you, like you know i've been there i mean i've been like I, I came out of spring as a freshman you know starting tony ortiz was a usa today all-american you know yeah it's like okay then everybody just assumed he's gonna start but i i can't say I, i'll be lying to you if it if it didn't put me on notice or make me push harder you know what i mean And that's fine i mean competition is there i mean that's what you got to do and it's just because where you start maybe not where you finish
1: my my hope is that the competition is amongst sharks a bunch of dogs good competition yeah, yeah i look look <laughs> three win seasons
2: nobody should be comfortable at all nobody should be happy
1: like there's a bunch of dudes in a room but they all have like those 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 swimming pool sticks that that don't really hurt anybody yeah i mean every <laughs> That's, Everybody should be like, always like in They're the mo- swinging majority. those sticks a lot, and it seems like they're busy, but they're not really accomplishing anything.
2: You should be like every time you're working out, and you, if you want to decide if you want to do an extra set or do something extra, or if you want to walk up the stairs to uh, go watch tape, you should think about being three and nine what people say about you. I mean that should be your motivating noodles, factor. It yeah. should. It shouldn't be noodles. It shouldn't be the thing that's going to like get you down and like poor me and I'm horrible. You know X, Y, and Z. But it should be the motivating factor because D- it ultimately, D- a, here's what people don't understand: like you can go nine and three just in six months.
1: Who? I mean, aside from you know Casey Thompson, who, who still doesn't know it. Who on this team? on the roster, not on the coaching staff, but on the roster, knows what it takes, what kind of workouts and effort it takes to win nine games in the Big Ten Conference.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the roster that well. Yeah, like
1: there's nobody – my concern is that somebody comes in and resets the standard.
2: Yeah, but I, I think that the coaches can do that. I think probably Mickey Joseph has done that. I mean, just from the like I said, I haven't been around. But Mickey enough.
1: can't force the guys to work out.
2: No, he can't. Um, I know Zach Duvall pushes those guys. Okay. It's just a matter of doing doing more outside of that. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: I I just want to know who's going to set the standard. Like, well, yeah, I mean, I, I know
2: that. Like, the, I know that um,
1: right now the roster looks like a bunch of dudes.
2: Yeah, but I know that like Garrett. Nelson and Nick will push guys to do more. I know that for a fact. Um, so that's two levels of your defense, and uh, and I know that like the offensive line as a group do more than that they've done before. So I don't know who those people are. I just know that it's being done. So and also that's it, it's kind of just the like when you get guys that kind of reset the the standard. It does start with the coaches, but then it becomes second nature. You know, the offensive linemen getting together and say, hey, man, let's watch this Minnesota game over again of last year. Yeah. It's probably second nature now versus it was an option before. You get what I'm saying? So, I don't know about the players yet. Like I said, I haven't been down there, so I can't really – I'm not going to speak on anything that I don't have any, you know, factual or – like. You know tangible knowledge, but I know that you it's being done.
1: know what's going on.
2: No, your you phone.
1: That's why your phone's always on.
2: Uh, no, that's my mom calling. <laughs> <laughs> she told me I had not check in this week. <laughs> Jay Foreman, call your mom. Well, she didn't answer on Monday.
1: Call your today's Wednesday.
2: Right. That's usually her turnaround time of call. Tuesday's <sighs> a family call. So, Jay. Foreman. Anyways. Call your mom. I do all the time.
1: Man, I'd give anything yeah. to be able to call my mom.
2: So, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they'll be fine. I just think that, <clears throat> look, at the end of the day, spring was, you know, that's play time, real, it's real time now. Yeah. Like, there's no time. I mean, here's the thing that I would really try to, like, uh, preach to the players if I was talking to them. There is no days off for you. None. Nine now, at three, not at three and nine. N- there is no days off and that doesn't mean you don't rest your body physically to recover for your workout Mm. say like on like a friday or whatever Mm. but there is no days off for you that means every day you have to be doing something for football and for yourself to become the better player
1: there's like there's no days off when you're nine and three
2: so i can't
1: i can't like i can't
2: yeah no vacations (laughs) none of that you know what your vacations are hanging out together
1: right like if you're nine and three if you're if you're I guarantee you, Alabama is working right now. All right. <laughs> they're working. So if you're three and nine, it should be.
2: be and I'll say this before we <laughs> go to break. Oh. The good thing, is, like I remember this, uh, you know, like whether I was trying to choose to go to spring on spring break or not, when I think I twinged my hamstring, right? But Doug Ostegard, the, the the trainer, said, "How bad do you want the spot? Is four or five days on spring break worth?" you being fully healthy to compete and and keep your spot. So that type of being on notice is need, so now you gotta make decisions. Like would I want to go back to Frederick, Maryland for two weeks versus going back for two days? Or if I went back for a week, would I make sure I was going to, at this time, I think when I'd go back, I'd go to the Gold's Gym and stuff, Mm. and then run at Frederick High School. Or would I be like, all right, I'll just take a week off because I know I'm gonna be back. No. So just I, I
1: just, like I said, just all I can think of is being in college and having a senior playing ahead of me, and every day going to the batting cage with the idea that he can't outwork me. Yeah. Like he can be bigger, stronger, faster, whatever, but he can't outwork me. And I, I, I just, my hope is that this is the turnaround time. Um, Jake is here. I want to have him respond to a text from the, the Sardar Hammer text line. It uh, says, What's up, DP? Uh, what's up, Sonny? Um, he said he had a conference call right at the end of SIP and Jake. Could you please restate what's happening with SIP? Yes. Uh, SIP will be leaving the Journal Star effective tomorrow, his last day. He will <laughs> announce his next move uh, June 1st. He will be staying in Nebraska. He will be staying on the ticket. So nothing changes with early break. Our show remains intact. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks forward to doing that for, for, hopefully, for a long time going forward. But uh, his last day at the Lincoln Journal Star is tomorrow. After 33 years wow. working there, that's older than me. I'm 31. Wow. DP. Wow, he's worked there longer than he I've been alive. There. He was whispering, "Your dad was reading Sipple to Jake." When in, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he was in, the you, was sl- you weren't even a thought back yeah. then. Mm, yeah, probably yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, they weren't there. All right, we'll throw the break. We'll come back. Jake will tell us. What's up?
0: You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
2: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it